Warning, the following podcast contains men with fists of fury. Ooh. The Ravages of Age. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Shaken Not Nerd, the very last Halloween spooktacular because next week is November 1st. I am your host, Duty, and joining me on this week's spooky episode is Count Fuzzula. One, one more spooky episode. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> he sure can count. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, he can. I can't recall what uh, what Ian's one was. I was like, what was Ian's? What was Ian's? What was Ian's? Because I think we 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 gave. Uh, it was Footlong's monster. Footlong's monster. That's it. I was like, I can't remember what it but was. And you then can just, just call me daddy. Call <laughs> <laughs> me. Uh, and then we've just got Tom. Call me Ray. No, I had a name. I, I what was the name? I, I don't remember. I don't remember. It was something about spice. Um, um, pumpkin spice. There we go. Spooky Tom. Pumpkin spice. <laughs> no, that's right. It was scary spice. <laughs> scary no, spice. No, pumpkin spice. Scary pumpkin spice. spice. That's what it was. <laughs> I like pumpkin spice better. <laughs> we could only have Tom and October. I mean, we could have you know written this shit down or you know no. remembered it, but you know either way, that's fine. Hey, it's it's, it's on brand. On brand. <laughs> he is. Well prepared. <laughs> show where we write nothing down. And the points don't matter. Well, uh, <laughs> h- how are we all, guys? It's, it's the last week of uh, of the Halloween Spooktacular Spooktober. We did a, a poll on the Lister community to pick the last film because we had some other films. Uh, we had uh, the smart-ass Ollie putting Let the Right One In again as an option, which got four votes, I think. Uh, we also got almost happened. Concerned. Almost the audacity. happened. We also considering had, he knew uh, he wasn't going to be on this episode as well. <laughs> yeah, uh, we also had uh, life that was put in through by Matt Combs. We had uh, Hubie Halloween that was, I think, finished second. It was very close to winning. Oh. Uh, but if, oh I am guys. so glad that that like that only came out sort of towards the middle of our podcast run. Oh man, I'm so glad that nobody. Even- like got on board with that because oh boy that looks bad oh, i watched boy. it i watched it how how is it <laughs> it's not good <laughs> it's <fucking laughs> terrible we almost had fucking human centipede as well thanks justin winters oh yeah that was right human centipede was on the <laughs> list <laughs> yeah justin uh, the- just for that you can eat our ass and his ass, and his ass. <laughs> <laughs> All in sequence. <laughs> and of course, uh, the winner of this week was uh, Kermit's pick. Originally, his, he was the first person to comment when we did our movie picks for uh, for the spectacular Spooktober. And uh, it was Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Or as I like to call it, the movie's only good when Alan Tudyk is on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> you can call it whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> but you uh, but whatever you like, you can crawl me out. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into the movies, uh, if you're joining us for the first time, we talk about the news. Up in the sky, look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's, it's a top ten news countdown! 
Number 10, first off the chopping block. This was further up on the list, but I moved it down once I actually watched it and realised it was <laughs> an ad for a battery. That's right. We had... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's right. We have the uh, diehard themed... Pa- uh, themed trailer for batteries or ad rather with the return of john mcclain can i just say do you, do you want to try that again do you want to give it another run tom <laughs> give it another run at the description <laughs> it's Die Hard with we... batteries themed movie trailer movie battery <laughs> ah! <laughs> we have an ad for diehard batteries which have brought back john mcclain to star in the advertisement and of course theming it around a diehard-esque a trailer. So, yeah, a bit of fun there. Is I that... had, yes, adjacent. Adjacent. But, um, <laughs> yeah, when, when, cause I think I first, because Ian you originally shared that there was like a 30 second version of it, and I was just like, I briefly watched it and went, oh, another one. Okay, all right. And then watched this this morning and went, ah, it's a battery ad. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see my comment yes. under Ian's video going, it's for batteries. <laughs> <laughs> I, to be honest, I didn't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do love that like this this thing has you know bruce bruce willie b willie doing his thing and the only two actors that were available to come back um they had argyle and theo uh from the original Die Hard movie like those are the only two people we could find out of all diehard lore to come back and actually do an ad for him wow well yeah, they're also that's... the ones that lived <laughs> Yeah, Theo did live. He he just got punched out when he tried to get out in the ambulance. Yeah. I guess they could have tried to get the cop back. Al Al Pal? Maybe. Who was actually in another movie. Is is he alive still, though? Yeah, he's in Die Hard 2 for two seconds. Yeah, but is he alive? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, original Val Johnson doesn't look like he's dead yet. So (laughs) Good on you, buddy. They could have used Justin Long or Kevin Smith from Die Hard 4. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. No. But I tell you what, this did get me kind of keen. I kind of want another Die Hard movie. Oh. Another Die Hard movie? I like the Die Hard movies. You just switch your brain off and you watch a bold guy punch people. It's fantastic. So you're watching Fast and the Furious? No, no, no. (laughs) Multiple bold people punching things. There's a lot of bold men in that franchise. All right, a good acting-ish Better than the rock bold person. Is that is that good enough? Yes. So Jason Statham. You want the transfer? No, no! Stop it! (laughs) (laughs) Number nine. Number nine, the Adams family is going to get a live action TV series that is going to be helmed by Tim Burton. So he is said to be executive producer, along with some of the guys who developed Smallville, which, uh, take that with a grain of salt, Um, (laughs) and he is also in talks to direct the entire thing. The current thing, obviously, is um, it's still in talks at the moment. MGM do hold the rights, and it's actually on tender to where it's going to go. So Netflix are reportedly in talks and really want it, but I guess we'll see. So, I must say, from a Tim Burton perspective, The Adams Family seems like the perfect property, so I'm curious to see what he would actually do with it. It does suit him. It suits him a lot. 
Yes. What was the last good fight? I think if Mark gets Helena Bonham Carter to uh, to star as Matisha, yeah, that would be fantastic. (laughs) What was the last good thing, though, Tim Burton did? Uh, uh. <laughs> Stunned silence. <laughs> no, he did. He did this movie with. <laughs> yes, exactly. He did that well, movie I mean, with like kids with like powers, and it had chick who played Eva Green in it. And... Did you watch it? Yeah, I did. I saw it in cinemas, and it was okay. I wouldn't go so far as to say good though, but like it wasn't bad. So you know, oh, also did you know? Burton. Dark Shadows with Johnny Depp and Eva Green. I don't mind Dark Shadows. I think it's kind of kooky fun. And his highest um, uh, yeah. credit to fame that everybody sort of loves, he didn't even direct. <laughs> no, man, I'm straight. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 me before Christmas. Yeah. Uh, Planet of the Apes. Um, with oh, he did do Planet of the Apes. <sighs> Honestly, I th- I'm looking through like his list and I think the last good thing he did was like the... the- the Batman, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Was Edward Scissorhands before or after the Batman's? Uh, so it was Batman, Edward Scissorhands, then Batman Returns. So uh, yeah, eighty nine to ninety two. So that was probably his peak, and then it was all you know, Edward and Mars Attacks and fucking Mars Sleepy Attacks. Hollow. Yuck! That was on TV like a yeah. week ago. I'd never seen it before, and I was like, oh, I should probably watch this. People talk about it a lot. Fucking terrible, terrible movie, and it just solidified <laughs> my mediocre dislike of fucking Tim Burton. It's just so fucking mediocre. Had you mediocre. not seen clips of it before? I've seen clips of it and that told me enough that I didn't want to watch it. Yeah, it's got Jack like, Black, it's got I Pierce Brosnan, it's it got go. Sarah Jessica Barker. Does it? Uh, yep. Yep. Has a lot it's of got Tom Jones. Tom Jones! Yes. I mean, Jack, Jack Nicholson is the president. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Bravo. (laughs) Encore. Uh, (laughs) But, like, okay, so the Adams Family. Like, is anyone interested in this at all? Like, as a. So, if he he doesn't get it, does he just do the monsters? (laughs) 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 Same, same, but same, same. I'm I'm not excited for it. Nothing's going to beat the live action Adams Family movie with uh, Raul Julia. And Doc Brown. It would be very tough to beat it, but I will say it does suit him. It suits his style and his creativity and his yeah. crap. Well, the the animated movie was pretty popular, wasn't it? The one that they just released. Oh yeah, that came out not too long ago. That had um. There's a sequel Oscar, coming out. Oscar Isaac's, I think, was Gomez. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's. I think it did well because yeah. there's a sequel. That's about but I guess I don't think they'd be trying to play off that because Tim Burton is not um, necessarily a child's director. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, uh, he does. He does do he Batman PG films, but they're just like adulty yeah, yeah, PG. He, he he did Batman, in which a man bites off another man's nose and gave me nightmares as a child. He doesn't bite off the nose; he just bites his nose. <laughs> Doesn't he it's pull a fish? Like, doesn't he bite it and then spit? Oh, he just no. He doesn't actually remove the guy's nose. Okay. No, it just bites it. But the bit where he's eating the fish is even more gross. It's it's yeah. gross. Oh, worse yet, my nose could be gushing with blood. Nose gushing with blood. Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. 
number eight. Holding my hands up. Ooh, he cut it back. He cut Ooh. it back. <laughs> All right. In line with what we are constantly getting, and also there's another couple of items in this week's news where they've done this, we are getting a renewed old thing. We're getting a 2021 Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and we have seen the poster. If you haven't looked, it's in the chat, ladies and gentlemen, as I see eyes darting around. <laughs> <sighs> no, that's just eyes closing. It's so fucking bored of that franchise. I have never seen... Uh, I don't think any of them. I don't think I've seen any. any. The remake Scenes. that they did in, like, 2000. Five, I think it was the first remake. It was it was like Jessica Biel's first movie. That's okay. Yeah, actually, no, I lie. I think I saw that with you, so I think I have seen the remake. There we go. I only see good remakes. I saw uh, the Friday the Thirteenth remake and the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, which were not both good. Quality. I think the only good horror remake <laughs> is the uh, is is both the the Texas Chainsaw one and people like the the first uh, Rob Zombie Halloween remake. Good lord! Did you know there's eight Texas Chainsaw movies? Mm-hmm. There's Leatherface. Eight. There's the uh, Texas Chainsaw Awakening and Family and all that sort of crap. At this point, Texas uh, is eighty percent, you know, Leatherfaces, <laughs> dead people. Oh, they, they even did like the thing with um, uh, Call of Duty. They uh, added a special yeah. new map in there, like the haunting of Verdansk at the in this latest update, and they added fucking Leatherface as a character in there and Jigsaw. How the Fuck. Like, just... Ugh. Just so fucking stupid. I'm over Leatherface. I know there's a lot of people who like it. I think uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is probably the favourite from fans. But, no. It's just boring. It's just people getting sliced up with a guy with a fucking chainsaw. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> no. <laughs> Tell us how Please, you're really don't hold fit. back. Tell us. <laughs> yeah, they're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Good on them. Yeah, go for it. Make another fucking stupid, mediocre horror film. Yeah, there we go. Oh, there's yours. They make money. Halloween. Yeah, they do. Here we go. Look at the eight films, and they have grossed $252 million. What's the fucking point? All <laughs> 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 they're not even making any money. Because they're probably making them for like a million dollars a pop. <sighs> So yeah, stupid. Well, look, so look at, if you look at the, the director and the writer for this have done nothing. The claim to fame of this... There's a fucking surprise! <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the claim to fame for this is um, the producers who were involved in Don't Breathe. That was the... Uh, even that movie's not that great. Oh. Everyone's like, oh, it's pretty good, man. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> the first half of that film... Fantastic, lots of tension. When you find out what the fuck's going on, it becomes the worst fucking grossest thing of all fucking time. Turkey baster, the one. Ah, oh, it is the one with the Ooh. turkey baster. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Nope. Nope. nope yeah, I don't nope. remember that movie. I saw it at cinemas. I must have blocked it out of my memory. <laughs> if if you Ian's don't blocked remember it out, the turkey baster. <laughs> no. I remember the blind guy from Avatar, and he's just like, ah. I'm just glad we don't baste turkeys in Australia, because otherwise I could never baste a turkey again. Gross. And if you want to see that, you can see it on my OnlyFans. (laughs) Please make this OnlyFans. You keep teasing it, and we need it. Kermit's already given you not only this week's movie, but the name for your OnlyFans. And I the name was if uh, people didn't pay attention to that in our in our live stream. 
The name was, yes, uh, it, was, it was during the Formula One live stream that was uh, yesterday. Uh, it was Play With Footlong. Please, oh, stop. Please keep doing that voice. Um. <laughs> stop. Slower. More sugar. Slower. More. More. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving along. Yes. You go, I got the Kiwokuro! Number seven. Number seven, we have the Mank trailer, which is set in 1930s Hollywood and follows the story of the screenwriter who wrote Citizen Kane as he rushes to complete it. Uh, He is played by, of course, the legendary Gary Oldman. And I think, as you put it, Fuzzy, this trailer looks boring. Yep. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) What's the name of his dog again? His name, the name of his dog. <laughs> That's like a complete spoiler for the movie. <laughs> right. Oh, um, just... Yeah, I, I, I yeah. saw the trailer pop up because, like, we, you know, Tom posts all the trailers just before we record it. Everyone watch it because, you know, we need to know, talk about it. And I just went, why is this in here? <laughs> I feel like this is something my parents would enjoy. I saw Gary Oldman. I mean, it's Gary Oldman. I mean, Gary Oldman's done lots of things. He was in an episode of Friends. Was he? Yep. Yeah. Hey. He gets he gets around. <laughs> I mean, yes. He's also done a lot of other stuff that's good. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Look, Gary Oldman's amazing. He's uh, he's doing a lot of like character acting, um, like more detailed character acting now that he's getting a bit older. Because he did that uh, that one with Churchill um, a couple of years ago, didn't he? Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. Where, we dressed up and did all the face makeup and stuff. And, and he yeah, this one won an award for it. Yeah, a lot of character yes. acting, a lot of drinking, a lot of slurs. <laughs> I think that's just Gary Oldman, just the just... slurs. So, uh, but yeah, like I mean, I know there's a lot of people that um, that really enjoy Citizen Kane. It's one of those you know the films that you go, oh well, I know about films. I like Citizen Kane. Um, it's like saying I know I know a lot about watches. I like Citizen Watches. Like it doesn't. What do you fucking do? <laughs> Citizen Watches, yes. Um, yeah. Well played. It's just, it's, uh, it's, this is going to be a boring film about a boring film. Yeah. Um, but hey, it'll win an award and that's all it's designed to do. Mm-hmm. 100% will. This is the film for movie crickets. Um, <laughs> to, to make it, to, oh, we love fucking Hollywood. It's like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Was, oh. was, they made that for movie crickets, so... Yeah. I, uh, I had I had one of my mates on Facebook just go, I've just watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I don't get it. Who is Sharon Tate? I just went, yeah, us Australians don't really know that sort of stuff, nor do we know anything that happened in Hollywood in the 70s. It's like, that movie was like having to, like everyone had to be explained the joke, like the premise, you've got to understand all of this to understand this. It was like, no, the fucking movie should tell me that. You shouldn't yeah. have to understand mm. anything going into it. The, the whole fucking point of a film is to tell a story. If you can't do it, don't make a movie. And when it goes to three hours, I'm, you've I'm, got enough time I'm, to explain it. I'm going to be fair, the, 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 the story of Charles Manson and Sharon Tate is pretty big. A lot of people do know it. I did yes. not. Yeah, but I yeah, knew so it after I left the died. cinema. It's, I had to yeah. Google what was the movie about and then went, right. The problem is it's, it's more people who are several generations older than us who are more yeah. surrounded by it. Yes, and well, they all well. loved it, so, you know, good for them. <laughs> yeah, woo! Yeah, 
Number six. Number six, we have the News of the World trailer, which is five years after the end of the Civil War, Captain Jefferson Kyle Kidd, played by Tom Hanks, a widower and veteran of three wars, now moves from town to town as a non-fictional storyteller, sharing the news of presidents and queens, glorious feuds, devastating catastrophes, and gripping adventures from the reaches of the globe. So we did watch this trailer before. Once again, another Tom Hanks a uh, story that seems like it's going to be emotional ride. I'm actually keen to see this. No? No, hey. Ian's not. Not me. I'll be honest, I'm kind of Tom hanks out. <gasps> I haven't watched a lot of Tom Hanks recently. Tom Hanks is good, man. He was Woody. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to see a Woody, you can see it on my own. <laughs> there <hands>. it is. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hanks had a cameo in the new Borat movie. Didn't <laughs> oh, that's fucking great. <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, no, look, um, it's it looks like you know, he's trying to tell you a bedtime story about the old west, and it's just going to make you fall asleep. Yeah, it's literally yeah, it's, a it's a movie, movie version of the tape Cowboys. that they play in basketball to put that guy to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see real cowboy movie. You know, I want to see people shooting each other. That's why I go to see a cowboy. Movie. I want to see rooting. Tootin', shootin'. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. That Pretty much. <laughs> Bravo. Am I wrong? <laughs> uh, it just seems like whenever Tom Hanks tries to do a movie like this, he makes the most boring version of it. Like, you know, yes, this looks like a boring cowboy movie. Like, you know, Bridge of Spies was a boring movie about spies. Um, Captain Phillips, this is a boring movie it's about boats. Cloud Atlas, like the clouds. So boring. Oh, I enjoyed Captain Phillips. Everything bad. is the most boring version of what it could possibly be. Cloud Atlas, I just sort of sat there and just went, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, oh, no, that, that movie was terrible. That. I didn't that even watch it. so bad. Don't. It doesn't. Don't. It's, yeah, it's not worth it. That's the true. If you could replace Tom Hanks in this movie with another actor to get you more interested or involved, who would you pick? Halle Berry. Will Smith. <laughs> wiki Wiki Wild West. <laughs> Halle no, Berry can not. work too. I like that. Yep. See, I don't have a problem so much with Tom Hanks in this movie. I just have a problem with the movie. It's just like things are happening. It- it's not. Yeah. Sorry, I was going to say, if it wasn't Tom Hanks, if it was Tommy Lee Jones, then I'd be on board, because he, he seems g- gruff and dangerous. Tom Hanks is like, <laughs> look at him, he's got a gun. He's not going to use it. No, put Gary Oldman in this movie. Then I might be slightly more interested. <laughs> S- That's swap true. those two movies and actors. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be opposed. <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yep, sounds, it seems more I think he's won it. I think he's done it. <laughs> he fixed Hollywood, people! <laughs> Stop touching each other. Number five. <laughs> Number five, we have another trailer for Animaniacs, this time focusing more on the antics of the Animaniacs, and of course seeing Pinky and the Brain return. Magnificent! 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 <laughs> uh, I per- 
I personally liked what I saw. I'm actually keen to see this, despite the fact that I don't have Hulu. But uh, life finds a way. Possibly coming to Netflix. <laughs> Is it? Yes. We've got to start a Patreon. Yeah, I agree. Patreons get access to Fuzz Flicks. (coughs) Yeah, that's a good idea. (laughs) That is a good way to get (laughs) arrested. I believe Ian said, stop touching each other. (laughs) (laughs) You've got to pay your subscription fees somehow. And if you want to pay for the subscription fees, you can find it on my only (laughs) fitness. Holding your Johnson. Um, <laughs> yes. Animaniacs, it's exciting. Like, it, it looks fun. I've never actually watched Animaniacs. I just know that they did that Around the World song where they, like, named all the countries and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Pinky and the Brain. That's I it. mean, it's pretty great. That must have taken them, like, a month to write because it is. Oh, there is the, um, the, the voice actor who plays Pinky, but he plays one of the... What are they... Mice? What is an animaniac? What actual animal is it? They're cats, aren't they? Whatever they are. Cats, mice, whatever. The the voice actor who plays one of them and Pinky, he does this thing on, um, I think it's the channel Nerdist, where he gets other voice actors to come in and they read movie script lines as different characters. So they do like... I think um, he did Raphael as well, didn't he? Didn't he do uh Raphael and... Oh, he might have. As in the Ninja Turtle. Um, but they do like the... Uh... Not the Renaissance painter. Like, yeah, be... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let me explain it to you. <laughs> they do Obi-Wan and Anakin's like, you know, their little dialogue before they start fighting each other. But instead of, you know, Hayden Christensen, it's like, and uh, Ewan McGregor, it's like Pinky and Seth Green, who's doing Chris from Family Guys. Like, don't you betray me like you did her. It's fucking hilarious. I'll see if I can find it. I'll post it on the Nerd channel. I'm not doing it justice, but it's good. It's <laughs> yes. Good. Pretty sure I did. He did. Yeah, it's the same guy. Fuck, he did a lot of stuff. So he did Animaniacs. His name is Rob Paulson. So he did Animaniacs, Pinky in the His Brain, Jimmy Neutron. Robert Paulson. <laughs> Ninja Turtles. Uh, Goofy Movie. He was in that as well. That He does a lot. He gets it's around. around. Jeez, and and importantly, importantly, guys, he did The Little Mermaid 2. <laughs> There's a Little oh, Mermaid 2. He also did Fairly Parents. I'm pretty sure he's the, the male um, fairy godfather. No, the male fairy godfather is um, he's the he's a main character in Veronica oh, Mars. Maybe he's the kid then. Maybe he's the kid. I don't know. He's in there. Yeah, he could be. Look, I just Kristen read Bell? IMDb. I don't claim to know nothing. <laughs> Christian Bell. He said the main character in Veronica Mars. I said one of the main characters. (laughs) (laughs) Veronica or Mars. It's not both. That is is a fucking great show. Never never seen it. Never want to. Give it a watch. Number four. Number four, we had... Huh? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> look, if we're go- I, I just want to go back to our earlier piece of news. If we're going to look at other Toms to replace Tom Hanks, what about Tom Selleck? Ooh. He already has the mustache. Already he's done ha- nothing. Just think about. It. Just think. Yeah, just, I was about to say. I'm just thinking about al- alternative Toms. So yeah, You'd be that's my cheap. new podcast. Alternative Toms with Fuzzy. <laughs> do you ever? You may continue other alternative Tom. Do you ever? Do you ever yes. wonder what Tom Selleck's up to? 
Anyone? Anyone? I yep. feel like he's just staring out a window and a <laughs> thong just like looking yeah. through blinds. <laughs> just combing his mustache. Yeah. I imagine he's just crying into a script of um, Indiana Jones. Blue Bloods? <laughs> it could have been me. Uh, the number four piece of news. <laughs> Is the trailer for Raya the Last Dragon. The Avatar movie, finally happening. (laughs) I reckon this looks pretty cool. Uh, I I think it looks pretty cool too, but... (sighs) I doubt my son or daughter is that stupid. (laughs) (laughs) It looks... Dude, didn't didn't you like that shitty fucking... What's it called movie with The Rock where The Rock can sing? He definitely sang it often enough. The Tooth Fairy? The Tooth Fairy. Uh, Yes. (laughs) The Game Plan. (laughs) The Pacifier. Oh, wait, that's the other guy. No, that's Vin Diesel. I thought you really liked Moana. I liked Moana. I thought it was fun, but like watching this... So you don't have taste. Ooh. Ooh, and we're gonna. I'm, I'm gonna get to that in a second, ladies. You're gentlemen. welcome. Uh, there is, there is a. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> there is a discussion that will be brought up very shortly. Hang with me. But um, watching this trailer, I went, okay, cool. They're doing like a CG Legend of Korra or whatever the fucking thing. I, don't, I haven't watched Avatar. I'm like, oh, it's, it's Korra. She's rolling a little hamster wheel out of her fucking thing, and she's opening up a tomb. Up, oh, she's fighting someone. I went. <sighs> What the fuck? This is a Disney Cora thing. is not... Cora is the sequel to Avatar. It's not just... Uh... I know it's a big deal. I just haven't watched it. Also, as you said, you haven't <laughs> seen it. How do you know it's even remotely related to that? Because it looks <laughs> like I, I Cora. That, I mean, that is the, the, the rumour based on um, like what people have seen in this trailer. There's, you know, Cora travelling around on a large animal around the world. There's the, you know, humanity's divided into different tribes with different colours to represent them. Like, it's very, like, Legend of Cora based. So, but it looks fun. Like, like the animation style looks really cool. Um, it, you know, it'll be nice to see them move back to hand-drawn stuff, but CG's the way of the future. And, yeah, like... It'll be interesting to see what happens. If they do lots of cool martial arts stuff in here, I'll be very happy. That that bug caterpillar thing like is going to fucking die by the end of the movie. I'm calling it out now. Probably. That's the Groot. The Groot. I, I don't know what it is. But Where? Yeah, it, it it looks boring. It remind it's reminding me of hey, Mu- oh yeah, it's reminding that me of Mulan. That looks boring. Yeah, that looks boring. Moana, where she literally fucking sits in a fucking paddle boat for two hours is fun. Hey, man, she's got a chicken, and that chicken is comedy gold. I can't sing, but I'm worth money. I mean, he's got two things, then he's above you, and then Ed. (laughs) Well, this wouldn't be the case if more people joined my OnlyFans. (laughs) I will get more money. (laughs) I I feel like you have to make one now. I feel like you got (laughs) to... Can you make he one while you're on the episode? To. So then at the end of it, you can say, all right, I've made an OnlyFans. This is the, this is the tag. <laughs> He's got the name for it. No, I, the I, name is perfect. I vote. It'll be, done, it'll be done by the time this episode's out, but bits for biceps that Ollie's running is going to be directly on after this podcast. I vote you have one ready for that so you can just spam his chat. Yeah, your just OnlyFans. spam his spam fucking his Twitch chat. stream with, hey, man, I've made an OnlyFans. Come check it out. Here it is. Here's the link. <laughs> He's looking at the I comments, it's like, oh, look, horrible. someone's coming, and it's just Ian spamming it with his OnlyFans. <laughs> I say we just make it for him. <laughs> just link it into our, like, you know, into our Gmail address, and then... Please just, do. No, yeah, not onto our Gmail up. address. He's got to do it himself. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't want to get fucking emails saying, you know, Long Bob has sent you five dollars. <laughs> Why not? Long Bob. <laughs> fucking fucking Long Bob. <laughs> wow. Oh, all right, move it along. I got up in the morning and made myself a piece of toast. I sent the toast to number eight. Damn it! I uh. got up in the morning. <laughs> medium brown. <laughs> well, you imagine those two Simpsons I tried, I tried to have it go. I sit the toaster to number eight, medium brown. <laughs> Seamless. Seamless. All right. Uh, so the number eight piece of news: the Texas Chainsaw. Uh, number three. Replacement we- Tom. Number number three. Tom Green. What about Tom Green? No. 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 He's got this. He's got the weird face thing. No, no, like definitely not. <laughs> Daddy, would you like go western? <laughs> it could be fantastic. He sees the little the little girl that he's trying to take home, but Tom Green's in a fucking moose skin going. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Perfect. I love it. Number three. Number three piece of news. We have the Empire magazine cover for James Gunn's Suicide Squad, where we see the entire cast all across that cover and Boy, does it look interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. I have no problem with it. <laughs> You're fine with it? Yeah. It's a Suicide Squad and it's a very large cast. Um, like, it's, it's better than, like, I, I hate it when Empire Magazine go, like, I think they did for, like, X-Men Days of Future Past, where it was like, we're doing 23 covers. Each cover is a different hero from the film. I'm like, no, I don't want to. Who's going to buy 23 covers of Empire Magazine? <laughs> Nerds. Yep. Nerds will buy it. That's Nerds. what they're there for. I'm pretty sure I still have a copy of Empire Magazine that had Casino Royale or... No, Skyfall. Skyfall. Yeah, we saw it, we saw it at the IGA near work and we were like, oh, you need it! But that's not even like... I'm, I'm looking at the cover. That's not even the full cast that they've got, right? That's just the most famous people. No, it's a, that's a whole cast. No. That's all characters. Right? I don't think it, is it, is for it? some reason, I couldn't, see, I couldn't see John Cena on it. He's on it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Got him! <laughs> gotcha, bitch! <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> well done. Uh, well done. <laughs> I, it just looks... Yeah, yeah. Like, I get that it, it, they're probably like... He's probably changing up the tone, doing his own thing, and it's going to be a bit of fun. But to me, DC has always felt a little bit more serious, and I guess they're trying to get away from that. But the costumes look... Dumb. They look really dumb. Can we can we repeat what on the podcast what Ollie said in our private chat? <laughs> Proceed. I'm going to say it because this is Ollie's words, not mine. Um, it looks like a special ed class photo. <laughs> <laughs> Again, God, refer, refer your complaints to Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> You I can mean, find I'm Ollie and Dr. Funk, it's... MD. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I Thanks think I'm with Duty on this. I don't actually mind this because it's definitely leaning into the like really 70s campy shittiness look of things. So I think it's what it's going for. And I can't really judge it until I see it because we know that that's what they're leaning into. It's whether or not they can pull it off. But I also agree with you, Tom, that it's kind of weird that DC doesn't really know what angle they want to take with their movies. They're kind of all over the place. Well, 
Yeah, it's mm. they, they've never had that that complete plan. Like they've never had that plan, the Marvel plan from start to finish. Here's with a story that we need to tell over time, or here's the universe that we need to create. They've never had that, and they never will. Like they they're ne- yeah. they're not in that market. Like you look at every time they release an animated film from you know for one of their superheroes, it's always a different story. It's always a different angle. It's a different take. But those movies yes, are also all in the same one universe. One shot movies. Yeah, but they're all one shots, right? They can they can do one movie and then just that's it. Like we don't have to do anything more. Like we don't have to explain it. You already know. So it's yeah. Do we think they've just given up on trying to emulate what Marvel's done and make a cinematic universe? Because it seems like they're kind of giving up on it slightly. Yeah, it's well, that's that whole worlds of DC angle, right? Like you know, when you say mm. worlds, it's not one thing; it's multiple things. Mm. So. And they're putting that at the start of their animated movies as well. Yeah, really. That's yeah. Mm. That's a bit rich, <laughs> but yeah. But I I, this looks look, I, okay. As long as they kill off characters, like that's the the one thing. Oh, know. absolutely. He said yeah. that as well. He has said that. He said, "Don't get attached to anyone," because that's absolutely why he has well, such a huge cast. Un- unlike the last Suicide Squad, where all of them fucking survived, like, except Slipknot. Ki- Slipknot exploded. <laughs> Yeah, it, like kill off some characters, like actually do something with it, and yeah, do it in a fun way, like they did with um, Deadpool two, like when, <laughs> when they all jumped out of the yeah. plane and just like died. Like, that was Brad funny. That, that it makes the difference. Like that kind of stuff mm-hmm. is is a much better way to to, to do a film. So mm. hopefully they they embrace that and actually um, yeah have some stakes in a film. That'll be good. I'm wondering if they're going to not necessarily explain, but like how Margot Robbie went, or how Harley Quinn went from Birds of Prey back into the Suicide Squad, because, like, she was free and had the little Cassandra Cain kid and she was driving off into the sunset with money and stuff, or the Big Diamond, or whatever the fuck that movie was about. And it's like, yep, she's back in the Suicide Squad again. It could be... And big! (laughs) (laughs) God, Have they said that this is after the Harley Quinn movie, though? Yeah, who fucking uh, knows? I think that Birds of Prey movie so. has been just forgotten about. It's not as bad as some of the others. <laughs> Out of all the DC know, films, I think it's the worst. It's better than Suicide Squad. Really? Mm. Suicide Squad's it's pretty bad. Part. They're pretty both It bad. is pretty bad. <laughs> Move yeah, along. But they were all yeah bad. but they were all bad. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Number two. Now, the first two pieces of news, or the top two pieces of news, rather, are more ones that I wanted to get some conversation around because there, I know there's differing opinions on this, so it's going to be interesting. The number two one is Jared Leto to reprise his role as the Joker in Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm... I wouldn't say excited, but I am intrigued but to why see... why is he in it? Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued to to, to find out how is he in it, just like a... Sort of like how The Flash was in the, in the Suicide Squad film, like he was the guy who arrested Captain Boomerang at the start and that was it, or like my original thoughts when it came to Endgame, it's like, imagine if they go back in time and they don't kill all of their fucking villains off, but save them, and then the villains and the heroes are fighting against Thanos sort of thing. So maybe maybe it's something like, well, Joker's like, well, yeah, like, I'll not help out, but, like, won't get in the way of taking on Steppenwolf. <laughs> Just every time the dog barks and Ian turns his head to be like, shut up, but I'm doing it telepathically. 
Yeah. <laughs> 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 Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but yeah, um, no, yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't understand personally why they've brought him back in at all. Um, it seems like this is going to be an overcrowded mess of four hours um, as it was Justice League was an overcrowded mess. So adding more to it and expanding it, I don't think an extra hour hour and 20 minutes, how long did it originally run for? Two hours and 40 minutes or something like that? Uh, it ran for two hours and like four minutes. Like it was, they, they wanted it as close to two hours as possible. So there's an extra so they two doubled hours. the length. Oh. Yeah. So when you double the length of a film and you add in new characters that weren't in the original, it is no longer a cut. Um, it no, is, it's Mark II. It is, it is a, an entirely new film. So no longer can they refer to it as the Snyder Cut. Go fuck yourself. But they do that in Lord of the Rings, though. They add in characters that aren't in the cut. That's not an, it's an extended version. They call it an extended edition. They call, they're saying they're adding things to it. It's but they also didn't refilm any of that as well. Exactly True. right. Yeah. It was yeah. all originally yeah, there. This is all new stuff that he's adding to a film. And, and everyone's going, well, this was his original vision. No, it fucking wasn't. His original vision was put on the screen. They, fi- they filled out the blanks of the stuff that he hadn't done and made that movie. Literally, this is, a, this is take two. Call it something else. Call it the you know the Justice League, Justice League remade or like you know Justice League. Even a sequel yeah, wouldn't be bad because they all survive, and like just make a different fucking movie. Like just honestly, they they're putting in that much fucking effort, and what are yeah. they spending like eighty million dollars on this thing? Make a different movie. Literally, just do a new one. I don't fucking care anymore about calling it the Justice League <laughs> or the Schneider Cut. It is not that. It is something completely different. So annoyed. This is like the third time he's gotten loud. <laughs> this is going to be a good <laughs> oh, I'm, episode. I'm fucking fired up today. <laughs> Rightly so. I, I do. I do think that's a bit ridiculous and not what was meant to be happening. I don't, I don't know. I, I I sort of even wanted to see it. The Snyder Cut, I wanted to say what his vision of that was. I didn't think it was going to be better because it is Zack Snyder. But um, <laughs> this, as Fuzzy already said, this is a completely different thing. Like, there was no way there was any intention to have Joker in his original at all. Mm. Nope. And now he's, I reckon he's just been given like an $80 million budget there and he's just gone rogue. He's gone, yeah, yeah. I could grab Jared Leto. And then Warner Brothers are probably sitting up uh, on high going, what are you doing? What <laughs> we, uh, we did Why? say we wouldn't interfere, but what are you doing with Jared Leto? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm getting Kevin Spacey to play Lex Luthor. All right, all right, calm down. So they're, they're getting in the entire cast to do reshoots? Uh, so Henry Cavill's not, not doing reshoots, apparently. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Like, this isn't like yeah, none of this is a is is a, is a re- like everything he's doing here is not the original intent. He's got a chance now to remake something that was made a few years ago that was his original vision into something you know to take on board all of the feedback and all of the things that didn't work and make something better. So he's he's got the opportunity to do something, and what he's come up with is a fucking four part telly movie. Like it's just stupid that that could be the, the the fucking audacity of this man to come out and say that this is how he wants to work it. I just think you know it, it's just beyond ridiculous. Um, yeah, it's I I'm not looking forward to this in the slightest, other than to see how badly he's gonna. Fight. I, I was gonna say we can we can tell you're not a big fan of it. Are you actually going to watch it, or are you going to wait for oh, me right. to watch it and then go? So how was it, duty? <laughs> 
Good. Yeah, well, the Barry's Ralph. Good. <laughs> I love bad movies, um, and I will be watching this if only to understand how shit these things are. You got to put it in context. That's what makes you enjoy the good film so much. As you watch the shit films and go, "Wow, it could have been much fucking worse." Um, yeah, that's. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. There's also rumours that Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern is going to be in it. Oh, what? No. Yep. Ryan Reynolds put out a tweet. It's like, apparently I'm in the Justice League film. I haven't filmed anything. So apparently there, there is a rumour that they're going to use footage... It's a rumour! ...of, uh, <laughs> of uh, Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern film, but not shots of Green Lantern, but sort of like how he's like you know distancing, flying through space sort of thing. Not actually showing Hal Jordan or, or Green Lantern. Okay, so it's not actually anything to do with him. It's just literally Green Lantern. Yeah. There was also the other rumours that the big guns that uh, Batman brings in to help control Superman when he sort of comes back to life is Kilowog and Tomari, who are Green Lanterns. I'm, I'm so... Like, this, this film is getting... This deal keeps getting worse all the time. <laughs> it's so... Fu- oh, just... Nothing about what's happening with this film sounds any good. Sorry, let's call it what it is. TV miniseries. Whatever is happening with this miniseries does not sound good. It just sounds like he's making an absolute fucking mess of it. I just... There's a reason you don't make four-hour movies, because they're shit and people won't pay attention to them. Mm-hmm. Well, move it move, uh. along to number one's piece of news. Ah, I said ah. Number one. Number one piece of news. I'm kind of wishing the last piece of news I'd put as number one because I have a feeling this conversation won't be as exciting or as passionate. Although (laughs) I'm curious to hear Ian's thoughts on this one. Of course, we have the first looks of Tom Holland playing Nathan Drake in the new Uncharted film. Now, Ian has gone off camera, so I don't actually know if he's still on the call. I assume he's still here. He did say keep nope, talking nope. BRB on the chat. So, <laughs> oh, did he? Maybe he's pooping. Um, I don't I'm know why pooping. He's his ca- well, I'm glad he turned off the camera. Um, <laughs> he's pooping. It'd be good if he, if he is pooping and he took his surface with him and he could just hear the echo of him. <laughs> that's probably his review of this image. That's, that that's my got. thoughts of this fucking image. It doesn't look good. But what are you talking about? It looks fine. It looks perfectly fine. He looks like a perfectly fine young Nathan Drake. Yeah. I think, he, uh, what's wrong with him? I, I, he, I looks tra- he looks too young. He looks like a teenage yeah. Nathan Drake. He doesn't... He, yeah, but also, like, he's... He's a bit babyface in regards to, like... He's great for Spider-Man. He's, he's great for that. He is not... I, I don't picture Tom Holland growing up to be a Nathan Drake-ish looking character. That would be like a, a fucking... He is literally in the same fucking mould. Like, that is, that's that's what he's supposed to look like. You look back Not at his the face. early first... Lo- oh my goodness. His face. You look back at the first game that came out, the first Uncharted game, and how baby-faced uh, like Nathan Drake looks. It looks almost fucking identical. Oh. Like, they look... Li- <laughs> I'm nah. oh, sorry, sorry. They're looking in the same direction. Uh, that Nathan Drake's looking to the left, and Tom Holland is looking to the right. Completely different characters. I actually, like- I actually played the first one the other day. Looks nothing like him. Oh, come off it! All you see is the back of his head. Like we haven't seen the back of Tom Holland's head as Nathan Drake, so we don't really know. But 
I, I just think he he looks so right for that role. He's what was he now? Twenty five, twenty four years old. Like he's he's at the perfect age to start taking on this character because then if they want to make a series of him over the next say ten years, he's not going to be fifty years old. Like you know, Harrison Ford kind of aged out of Indiana Jones really early on. Because they just start him too old. So he's at the right age to start playing a character and grow as that character. Mm. I think... Like they got with Alicia Viscander with, um, when she did the Tomb Raider stuff. Like, get her at, a, at the right age to grow into that role. Grow into that character and you, you age up with them. Totally fine. I think it's great. But you see, I, I, I think there's an issue there just with Tom Holland and the way that he looks now. But it's because he's tw- he is 24. I had a look there. Um, yeah. And he looks... Super young, like he—he he looks like a teenager. So if you're wanting him to age into that character and sort of become more grizzled or filled out, like the character actually is in the video games, I don't think he's going to do that. I think he's going to look super young for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And but we're just also to not me- seeing the like we're, all we're seeing here is a, a still. All right, so we're seeing the still shot of him as as this particular character. And yeah, we're not getting the context of what's going on. It's I, I mean, is he starting out as this grizzled explorer, or does he? You know, is this the end of the movie where he's sort of you know survived, like kind of like how we saw um, like the, the the Tomb Raider video games? Like you don't see this character start out as Lara Croft; you see them grow into that role. Yeah. So I think that that's potentially what they're looking to do with this character is like help him grow into what Nathan Drake will become over time, and I think that's that's perfectly fine to get a sneak peek look like that all right and ian's back tell us what you think about tom holland as nathan drake uh he's definitely a guy Uh, all right he's muted he's trying to be am i now i can hear him i can hear him now yeah no no maybe the audio takes a while his video is well and truly ahead of his audio (laughs) oh dear oh Um, jesus (laughs) <laughs> Look, he's, he's he's definitely an actor, um, and he's definitely um, trying. I I think he's Your completely patience. miscast. <laughs> would, you, would you? Okay, yeah. here we go. Who would you cast as as Nathan Drake then, if you had to pick? And you can't say Nathan Fillion because he's way too fucking old and fat right now. Yeah, so he's too he's too old. And but I do pick a character, pick an actor that you would actually see in that character role. Brendan Fraser. Again, too old and fat. <laughs> and bald. Uh, are we talking now? Like actors now? I'd yes. say go- find another Tom that would fit the role. <laughs> Tom, Tom, <laughs> Tom Selleck. Tom Hiddleston uh, actually would be a much better. Pick. Tom Hiddleston, yeah, too skinny. Uh, I'd too pick. Skinny. Uh, what do you mean too skinny? Too skinny, too skinny. Tom, Tom Holland, Holland is, is even skinnier than he is. Uh, no, I'd not. pick the the fucker from Blade Runner. What's his name? The one that everyone fucking loves. Ryan? What's that guy's name? Ryan Ryan Gosling. That's the one. I didn't think you liked Ryan Gosling. No, but he's he looks. He, he's the same fucking guy. No, it's he's like a, that, that's the <laughs> same character. Uh, Ryan Gosling's like, and Ryan Gosling would be like thirty-five. So he's again. So he can do it till he's forty-five. You, you're getting that guy at, at, at an age that's too old. So but that, too but, old to begin. But the that's training. the thing, though. We 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 constantly see, especially in the MCU films, de-aging is a thing. Yeah, but that should be able to do the stunts. Yeah, it's it's going to be fantastic in ten years if it's all right now. So uh, I I I don't think unless you did like a fucking faked chiseled jaw or something, I don't think fucking Tom Holland is right for it. It's like picking Ian to play Uncharted movies. Like Ian is Ian's a great Peter Parker. He's not a he's not a Nathan Drake. (laughs) 
Ooh, but, that's harsh. Ian, please respond. Uh, I, I wish I could. <laughs> but it's, it's right, you know. It's you, You've picked a, a, a baby-faced actor to play a character who, yes, yeah. is attractive, but he isn't baby-faced. He isn't chiseled yeah, to, like fucking to, Schwarzenegger, but he has defining... He has even a strong in 10 years' face. time, Tom Holland's still not going to be the right age. Yeah, that's what I was saying before. He's still going to be too young. He's 24 now. He's not going to age. Like, he's going to look young forever. No. He's, he's going to look young till he's 50, and then he's going to hit 50 and just go like, boom, old man. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think there's plenty of actors out there that they could have looked at. They didn't have to get a big name actor because I think the property itself should sell it. There's plenty of actors who have who are the right age and physically able to do the stunts required. Um, and also, more importantly than that terrible like decision was the decision to have fucking Marky Mark as Sully. Like that's a terrible fucking choice. It should have been Bruce Campbell. Again, yeah, Bruce, Campbell Bruce Campbell is like 90 years old. Yeah, so, and so he's Sully. He's supposed to be. <laughs> Sully's supposed to be old. Yeah, yeah, Sully, Sully, does Sully doesn't do around. stunts. Yeah, he still runs around and does shit, though, and I don't think Bruce Campbell can move faster. Not really. Than a he sits in a car most of the time. Like, you know, he stands he, and he shoots, and he sits in a car most of the time. Again, I think we, we're seeing, like you know, like with the uh, the series with Tomb Raider, you see this creation of a character. Like, the, the you know, this is where they come from and where they, they build up, up from. You need to see that starting point, and do they're you, able to get it. Do you want to compare it to that uh, attempted Tomb Raider it's, that they it's, did? Yeah, it's going to be I, a rough movie, man. It, it's going to be like... I, I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be good. I, uh, I think it could be good. Look, I, I, as much as I think it's a mismatch like casting, I think you just never know. It could work. It d- entirely depends yeah. on the story they want to tell. If they try and get it, yeah. and like, hey, this is him, you know, after he's had all this experience, and you know, he's a grizzled person. I don't think that's the the right tone that they're going to set. They need to be like, this is his, you know, the the initiation of Nathan Drake into the world of tomb raiding, um, <laughs> Mister Sully. I don't feel so good. What? Where are you going? Why are you turning the dust? Where are you going, man? It's what? No. What? No. It's young Indiana Jones. Uh, uh, but uh, but uh, say the line, Tom. What line? That's, what are we talking about? Uh, the line <laughs> is news complete. There we go. Hey, did it. Now, of course, uh, just before we get into the movie, there is... Oh, do I do it now? Yeah, I'm going to do it now. Uh, Ian pr- uh, suggested something that I think is going to be very debative before we start to get off, uh, and that Ian said that the Matrix we films start to get off. are better than the Lord of the debative. Rings films. Choice of words. Phrasing. <laughs> sorry, 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 I was thinking about before we get off. What, what, what did you say? <laughs> Uh, Ian, uh, as we were discussing when we were playing the Formula One stream yesterday, said that the Matrix films are better films and stories than the Lord of the Rings movies. Incorrect. Ian, defend yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it got pretty heated. Well, not heated, but it was like, ooh, this is going to be interesting when we're talking about it. Are you, you, counting, all th- are you counting all three of them? Mm-hmm. Yes. The two shit ones. Explain no, yourself, Ian. Come on. I did. I did say afterwards that no, they're very different movies. They are different movies. The Matrix yeah. movies, yeah. Yeah. The Matrix movies are action movies, and they're just easy to watch. Whereas the Lord of the Rings is, you know, you have to sit there for three hours and not see very much. 
What are you on about? <laughs> I have a feeling that you talked on the stream and the idea was not that Ian believes this. It was just pull, put, say this to Tom to stir him up. <laughs> no, I think he believed yeah. us. No, no. Yeah, I, I do. I was it. defending you. I actually, I actually do think that the Matrix movies are much easier to watch. <sighs> <laughs> Oh, I don't even. No, I don't. Nah. Where do you start? Oh, he's gone. He's the room. <laughs> we got one. <laughs> I was going to say, go get Siobhan and see what she thinks of this uh, this conversation, oh, Tom. No, <laughs> you can never never mention a word of this to Siobhan. <laughs> oh no, that's that. No, he had said. <laughs> you want to hear what this boss said? <laughs> Oh, she's coming. Oh, she's, wow. oh, she's here. coming. <laughs> Come here. Oh, this will be good. This is going to be great. Ian, explain Ian said, yourself. Mm. Ian said <laughs> that the Matrix trilogy, all three of them, the two shit ones too, the two really bad ones, are better than the Lord really of the Rings bad. trilogy. That is not what I said at all. Look at that face. Look at that face. <laughs> Well, no one can see her face because this is a podcast, but now she has the headset I on. I didn't She's say they were I, better. I'm just so upset with you. <laughs> I said they're you easier to watch. You, you're right to be upset. <laughs> because I, you don't have to watch three hours of uh, borderline homosexual pedophilia because they're like three foot tall. Get him. That's Hydus and uh, homophobic <laughs> in the same sentence. I think your hair, your long hair has changed you. And I think that it needs to just... I, I say cut him, boys. Cut him from the podcast. He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> but Keanu, but Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> Keanu Reeves as Bilbo Baggins. Uh. <laughs> Keanu Reeves as Tom Hanks in that fucking movie. <laughs> oh yeah no, right. See, replacement Tom. You need another Tom. Oh, yeah. We need another yeah. Keanu. Oh, Tommy we- Wiseau. There we go. <laughs> Gross. Thank you for that. Well done, Duty, for throwing in under the bus. Uh, (laughs) Good thing he had his webcam off because I just couldn't see the life leave from his eyes when I I started talking about it. Um, But this. My webcam's on! It's not on my screen for some reason. Oh, well. Um, It's uh, it's on mine, but it's super delayed. Oh, well. Uh, as you know, the show is brought to you by Incognito Comics. And guys, I finally read it, the Back to the Future Transformers crossover. Uh, it's Woo! a little bit like um, it. The, the book starts where the first movie ends, where, you know, uh, Doc Brands gets shot by the, the terrorist and then he's wearing the body armor. Uh, uh, Marty McFly goes to bed and then he wakes up and then the Decepticons have taken over the planet and everyone's in enforcement camps and all this sort of stuff like that. Uh, and essentially, Gigawatt, the transforming DeLorean, comes out of... Nowhere saves Martin McFly, and they got to go back in time to save it. It's a pretty cool book. It's actually really really get fun. Back in time. So yeah, it's a it's a it's a pretty good first issue for a crossover. I think it's going to be a five part or six part crossover series. Um, and the uh, artist is fantastic, and he's actually doing commissions and stuff like that for the work as well. And it's it's pretty cheap stuff. So I might get myself a page. Um, yes, so I read that uh, courtesy of. Incognito Comics, our sponsors. But guys, we have a film to talk about uh, nearly an hour into this episode. Uh, that is Tucker and Dale versus Evil Fuzzy. Can you give us a description of what this film is about? To be fair, this movie doesn't need any more than 20 minutes. 
That's that's about as much as I want to say about this film. Tucker uh, so <laughs> and Dale versus Evil. Well, it's it's a comedy movie. Yeah, is that what we're calling it? Yep. There we go. A horror. Um, it's a, a yeah. No, comedy sounds better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the thing I did was better. Um, it's it's basically comedy. It's a comedy. Okay. Yeah, that's enough. Um, <laughs> It's it's a it's a hilarious bunch of mishaps as hillbillies get mistaken for nasty murderers and people accidentally kill themselves and, and things happen and Alan Tudyk's in it and, and yeah it's oh, look <laughs> it, it's in that same sort of car- like uh, field as um, the cabin in the woods uh, which we did earlier in this uh, spooktober spectacular thing um it's it's basically um yeah meta horror comedy stuff i don't know i didn't enjoy this film as you can probably tell and want to be over talking about it please somebody else fill in the rest i think i think this movie leans probably more to comedy than cabin in the woods does but yeah you're yeah. right same sort of same sort of cabin of movies <laughs> oh man um, so like I think main actors in this film we had obviously Alan Tudyk as one of the hillbillies um, we had this guy called Tyler Labine as the other guy um, as these are the titular Tucker and Dales now does anyone remember Tyler Labine he was in the movie was- Escape Room he was also in the movie I watched last night <laughs> Escape Tucker and Dale vs. Um, Evil or were you watching yes. The Matrix uh, no, he was. He's been in. Um, well, he was around for a little bit, like because he was trying to. They were trying to make this guy a thing, like this hillbilly comedian kind of thing. So he did this TV series called Sons of Tucson, um, which was his big breakout, and it just it was just terrible. He's kind of super average. <laughs> yeah, well, the the. the- <laughs> The third act of this film definitely drops, and that's because Alan Tudyk is not in the third act of the film. Um, but there is, it's, it's, it plays on the. I'd say the first act also drops, and arguably the second. <laughs> the, uh, the the movie plays on the the wrong turn sort of series of films where you know campers go out and uh, you know, fuck in the woods and smoke pot and all that sort of shit like that. And rednecks come out and eat them and slaughter them and kill them and fuck them up in brutal ways and stuff like the the wrong wrong yeah wrong turn films. Um, so it's it's sort of a tropish play on that where the kids are killing themselves. And I will admit, I found a lot of them pretty funny. <laughs> so did I. I. I actually thought this film was super funny. <laughs> I, I didn't know what to expect. Hadn't seen it. Didn't know anything about this film. I had a great time. <laughs> Yeah, there, there's like it's at first the you know you you see when you first see Tucker and Dale they're in the uh, the gas station or whatever and they just look creepy and stuff like that. But then when you see it from their point of view, it's like just go over, talk to them, smile, laugh, and he walks over there with a giant fucking sickle, reaping fucking thing. It's like you guys got to go camping. <laughs> I just thought that was fucking hilarious. Just stand there with a giant fucking sickle. <laughs> 
It, it does get fucking hilarious, but you got to admit, like, the... the... The problem is that it's one premise. Like, the whole thing is just one... Like, that, there's no depth to it at all. It's just this one, oh, mistaken identity. Like, oh, it could have been the other thing. Different perspective. And it's just, they play on that the whole movie, and it's tired. Yeah. It gets tired very, very quickly. The... the... Um, it doesn't help that they've got like zero actors in this film because apart from Ellen Tudyk, because the main actress in this film, Katrina Bowden, is just famous for being pretty sexy. Like that's pretty much her one thing. She's famous. Films have succeeded off less. <laughs> Very <laughs> sure. true. She was in um she was in the show a TV show called Thirty Rock. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Um, yeah, I've just started watching that. Hot receptionist, and that was pretty much her one thing. So yeah. It's yeah, that's that's all she's doing in this film. But she's pretending to have brains as well. <laughs> yes, there there is though. Like Tucker and Dale are the only positives out of it, and the the off the, the random incidences that happen that are perceived as their evil is the only good thing about it. Because the the teenagers are shit. The story with the hillbilly crazy fucking people it's shit. Um, but the comedy in this, I think, is fucking fantastic. Like, when the character Allison's about to jump in the river and she sees Tucker down, she falls and she knocks herself out. Oh, we got to go save her. And they're like, oh, my God, they got Allison. We got your friend. Oh, my God, they've kidnapped Allison. Where are you going? <laughs> but you see, uh, you, you, you say that, like, the teenagers are shit. But I think they're meant to be. Mm. Which is the thing that sort of got me with it. But it's like, yes, acting, not great, but... I feel the like because you're, because you're doing a trope film in general, you're making fun of the fact in general that these kind of films have bad acting. So you can have bad acting because yeah. you're making fun of it. Yeah, but also like the, I mean? the, the story of like the, I don't even recall what the cunt's name was, but the, the lead teenager who goes, in, who turns into fucking Two-Face at the end of the film. Um, Literally Chad, that's his name. <laughs> The the whole story and his it's character is just for, oh the hillbillies we gotta take you gotta take him out I'm like ah oh, fuck off like it, it I understand that it's a comedy and it's a tropey sort of thing but it's and especially when you're comparing it to the wrong turn films but it's just like eh after a little while like I enjoyed the, the how people were being killed and stuff like that the fucking the chainsaw one is the fucking best <laughs> <laughs> Tucker's got a chain- allergic to bees. <laughs> yeah. Where he's like, he's getting chased by bees. He's running around like fucking Leatherface to whip the chase away. He thinks he's being chased and runs into a fucking bike. It's fucking hilarious. And then he, he comes back inside. He's, com- he's covered in fucking uh, bee stings and he pours beer in his face. We're supposed to be doing chores that stay playing Super Bowl games. <laughs> he's just like all puffed up. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. 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 No. The kid jumping into the wood chipper. It just jumped right into the wood <laughs> Now that was funny. That, I, I will admit, so, yeah, it goes to it goes to rush Tucker and like you know, who's throwing wood into a wood chipper, and Tucker bends down to pick something up, and this kid just jumps headfirst into the wood chipper, <laughs> trying to pull him out. It's just and from their point of view, it looks like funny. he's pushed him in, and the cop rocks up and they're carrying the legs. Like, what seems to be going on here? Officer, thank God you're here. Dude, you don't have to tell the That's whole fucking, movie. We've had a doozy of a day. Yeah, uh, it's fucking funny. Um, the last couple kills though Is suck. It? Like I didn't like the fire, and I didn't like the pouring moonshine on him to put the fire out. Like his legs catch fire, and she pours moonshine on him, and the guy like properly fucking catches or the, fire. Or the guy, the that, main like, villain, falling out a window. 
Uh, or but, the guy at the yeah. who had the gun, who got the cop's gun, and he's like, "Oh, you got to turn the safety off," and he points it straight at his face and shoots himself in the head. Mm. Like, just, I mean, it got a little bit lazy with some of that stuff. Yeah, and I think that's like they could have done so much more with this, and I think they did. Yeah, you know, they had some really good character acting in here from from Alec Tudyk, but he, like you say, disappears in the third act, and they focus on Tyler Labine and his burgeoning relationship with uh, Katrina Bowden, and, and which is just improbable impossible <laughs> just whatever and yeah it just it was so uninteresting it was so lackluster that like you they forgot why they what made this film interesting in the first place was the funny moments was the comedy was the interaction between these people and they just left that all aside mm. yeah the, the yeah the the Chad Two-Face story sort of thing just gets and he doesn't even die at the end of it doesn't he just fall fall out the out a window and then like the start of the film shows him killing the reporters yes but they don't yeah like they should have had a little bit of like a post credit scene with that as well just say, <laughs> I'm coming to get you yeah, Nick Fury that would have been yeah <laughs> <laughs> Nick Fury <laughs> just yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think this, this film falls over a lot it just doesn't do enough of what makes it good in the first place Tom you had some positives I've, I've talked a fucklet I'm going to step away from the microphone what do you like about the film? Oh, I think I, I'm actually on a lot of the same page as you, Duty. Um, I, as I said before, didn't know about anything about the film, never seen the film before, and I laughed pretty constantly throughout. I agree that once Alan Tudyk is gone, it's not as good. Um, but yeah, the, the death scenes and just the whole premise and the way that it's actually been slapped together is just an interesting one. Um, and I think I, I was laughing the entire time. And a lot of comedies, I think, actually fall quite flat, and it's hard to get a good comedy. It's been a while since I've watched one that I've actually enjoyed majority of the way through, and I enjoyed this one majority of the way through. Um, yeah, no, I, th- I think that that's probably a solid thing, and it's like to me, it's forgivable the fact that the teenagers aren't uh, aren't good, good actors in it because it's the trope film because it's meant to be like that. It's meant to have a cheesy sort of background thing, and then it that's the way that it actually swaps the Chad into the character he is. I, I feel like it's its very much designed and very meta in a way, and that's why I sort of forgive these things that are actually bad in it. I Overall, throughout the film, I enjoyed it. I had a great time. Mm-hmm. And, hmm. and Ian, being, being quiet, what did, what did you like about the film, Ian? I didn't dislike this movie. It just it um it had a really good concept, obviously. I think we can all agree on that that the concept itself is really clever and fun. Um and it's kind of interesting. I really like the relationship that um Tucker and Dale had, but it also sort of some of the dialogue like we didn't get enough of a feeling that they liked each other. Um I think they could have built on that, but I it just overall, it's an hour and a half movie, and it felt like a two-hour movie. There's something, something about it. Just it just feels really stretched out. It doesn't um, doesn't feel like a short movie like it should. Should be like, bang, bang, bang. Here's all these funny deaths and things happening. Like comedies are generally very fast-paced, and you don't feel like you're trapped and want to kind of get out of it. It just, um, I don't know. Maybe it was padded out too much for me, but. 
Uh, Which is interesting because yeah, I didn't think it felt like it went long at all. So, oh, it definitely did for me. At, at about the hour mark, I was like, "Oh my god, I still got half an hour." Yeah, I, I did also say, "Can you watch this movie with your old man because he is a giant child?" What any any thoughts of what he thought of it? He said, "I hate duty. He's such a cunt." Yeah, that's, that's, that's right. <laughs> no, he he enjoyed it. I think he thought it was pretty fun. But you know, the my parents are the kinds of people who like trash movies, so it doesn't mean much. <laughs> All right. Well, it's probably time to to get on to the negatives. Fuzzy. Go nuts. Have at it. <laughs> I've said most of my negatives, which are mixed in with my positives, which were all in there. Look, I, I think to Ian's point, you know, about the length of the film, like it, it is an hour and a half and it feels like two hours because they didn't do enough with the premise. Like, you know, there is the turn of this, you know, the, the Chad character from, you know, you know, picked on person or supposedly picked on person to you know, evil person. But he kind of started off as a dickhead in the first place. So they needed a character that had an actual emotional journey from, you know, good person to, you know, uh, vulnerable person to, you know, bad guy. And that would have been more interesting. They just didn't do enough on that side of it. It just was dickhead to bad person and uh, just... Yeah, I don't know. You didn't have enough of a, a, a journey through there that actually gives you that extra story and explores the original premise. Um, so that was that's my biggest thing. I've I've watched this maybe this is my third watch now, and it's I suppose diminishing returns. Mm-hmm. And when you compare so it to you a can't film, not like it that much. <laughs> well, no, no, it's just one of those ones. You know, watched it originally, rewatched it when I was drunk at some point. You know, later. Oh, on. you did it on the yeah. Who Spoke the Puns podcast? Tucker and Dale versus Evil versus yeah. Freddy versus Jason versus Ash versus Evil Dead or whatever. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> it's yeah, we did a lot. <laughs> versus Alien versus Predator. Um, That's it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that was. Yeah, I don't know. It just. Not enough happens in this film, and I think yeah, you know, when you compare it directly to a film like Cabin in the Woods, which I think there's direct comparisons between the two because of the genre that they sit in, I just think that's a such a, a, a much better constructed film, and that this just misses out on all of those interesting points and interesting backstory and explains itself to death. So yeah, not 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 good for me. For me, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> So eloquent, and they're just like not good enough. I just, I have, I, I'm so disappointed in this film. It just like sucks the life out of me. I will say it, it does. It to to Ian's point as well earlier that it, it for me, I've seen it knowing me a fuckload of times. Um, but it does seem to stretch in some instances. But when you also like look at all the the characters that die on paper, there's a there's a there's a decent whack of kills in this film where you think that there shouldn't be any dead moments, but there are. Mm. Like, there's, like, what, six, seven uh, teenagers, plus the cop that gets killed. Um, Mm. And plus there's the flashback with all the, you know, young teens in the 80s or whatever it was. Um, So there's a a fair whack of kills in this, but then, yeah, there's moments where there's just fucking nothing happens. Um, Yep. And the third act in the in the, the sawmill, and she's strapped to a fucking saw blade. I'm like, my like, it, it seemed very acme. I'm gonna get you, like you know, fucking trapped on a sawmill, waiting for them to come across. It, yeah, it. I did like the bit where he threw the axe and just hit the rope perfectly, and then he just kind of like a, he's so shocked that he was able to mm. do that. It got me a little bit. And that was about it. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. 
The best kill by far has got to be the wood chipper. That's that's probably the, the best. I, moment I will the agree. Film. That was that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I think that that hit the right tone. And if they'd managed to do that for the rest of the film, totally fine. But I think they lost that. Like there was that one and the bit with the chainsaw running along and running into the spike. Like that's those uh, those were funny moments. I just don't think there was enough of those the, that comedy within it to actually continue being funny. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it's time to get onto scores, folks. Hey, I didn't say my negatives. <laughs> Neither did I. I'm sorry. Neither did Tom. I'm sorry. I haven't done this in a while. <laughs> hey. Go Tom, on. Go ahead. Um, I guess, the, as I said, I, I felt like a lot of the negatives of this were forgivable because I thought it was a trope film in general, but there were some things that I think that overall it did a bit oddly or did stupidly i think from from a lot of the kills or the things that come up they certainly put it in your face a bit more than they needed to so for instance you take examples like the cop dying like they had multiple occasions where they referred to that section of wood falling from the roof in most films i would say show that that happens once and then people are smart enough to remember that that's what happens if he leans on that. But mm. they bring it up multiple times in the film. Or the main villain with his asthma puffer and the fact that that comes back into it at the end that he has asthma. Um, and he's just constantly doing it throughout the film. There's little bits like that that sort of just like, we're not dumb. You can, you can establish it once. You don't have to keep doing the same thing again and again and again. Um, and then I think a lot of the kills, despite the fact that the the story was, I thought, very imaginative, um, and they did a really good job of, um, well, sorry, the overall premise, but a lot of the ways that people die were either obvious or predictable. Like, you see him at the wood chipper. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty evident that somebody's going to, like, jump into the wood chipper or something's <laughs> going to happen and he's going to trip and fall into the wood chipper. You, you can predict that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, I, I guess lastly, and it's already been said, is when you get to the end of the film, it doesn't get as engaging or as funny, like, because it's obviously just the one guy and he has a not-so-gracious end at the end or a not-so-inventive end. It sort of fizzles out a bit, mm. which I think are probably the yeah. main negatives overall for me. Ian? Fair points. Um... I think my main negative, again, is about the pacing of this. It just, the concept of it gets really tired. And I think the reason why Cabin in the Woods, for me, felt like its pacing was better is because um, we only had to deal with the kind of original concept for about half the movie when the concept itself sort of changed and we saw the characters do something different or at least towards, I don't know, two-thirds of the way in where the story evolves and changes in a different way which gives it a more it kind of refreshes it a bit again when the characters go down and explore that world and then the story goes in a different direction um, because they realize like you're tired of this concept now it's been 45 minutes or an hour of that concept it's time to move on which tucker and dale didn't do the whole movie was this one concept just stretched and stretched and stretched till it got way thin i think what things that they could have done instead would have been have an explanation of why all these things are happening. We know that the the cabin was haunted and they could have explored that in, in a way to turn the story and make it a bit more interesting, twist it so it doesn't get stale um, and compact all those kills in sooner. 
to tighten that up and have some interesting new concept in the third sort of act, so mm. to speak. Um, that would have, I think, made this film a lot tighter and a lot more refreshing and the pacing wouldn't have got us tired. Agreed, on all counts. Well, we've... I'm a film cricket. I know these things. <laughs> Professional <laughs> film cricket. Well, we've we've oh, uh, <laughs> Jimmy. We've covered four films in uh, in Spooktober. We've covered a Swedish film. Uh, we've covered, uh, I think, the rest are just American films. So we've at least got a gauge to see. We've covered all the genres: <laughs> Swedish, Swedish and, and American. American. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nothing else exists. No, but you can sort of you can sort of compare in regards to different filmmaking techniques. Like as Tom said, they keep referencing uh, in this film the the. Yeah, the pillar that's got the fucking nail sticking out of it and the asthma puffer and stuff like that where they don't they're not as obvious in in different locations what's the name of that again i've forgotten let the right one in for when you set uh the the lantern is it hanging the lantern is that what it is yeah i think so yeah yeah i think so or is it the gun i don't know it's one of those things hanging the gun yeah I think it is <laughs> hanging the hang hanging the gun lantern. Yes, hanging the eventually, lantern gun. It, yes, that's if you show that lantern gun on the wall, eventually it's gonna light up and shoot someone. That's the that's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, guys, it's now time to to get around to giving it a score. The last Halloween horror spooktober movie. Let's go with Tom. Let's go with me, as I was Googling hanging the lantern and not listening. Um, <laughs> Don't worry, Tom, I'll Google it. Uh, my overall review, as, as I said before, I actually had a great time with this film. I haven't watched a comedy in a long time. I haven't laughed like that in a long time. The uh, scenes, especially towards the start and middle of the film, got me a lot. As I have already said, the laughter sort of teetered off towards the end of the film. Overall, I'm gonna if if you like bored and want a gory comedy, I'd watch it. It's fun. I told Shabon that it was probably worth her watching if she wanted to laugh too. So I would give this a seven. Ooh. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's leave fuzzy till last because that's going to be interesting. Uh, Ian. <laughs> It's Chekhov's gun, by the way, Tom. Um, <laughs> Where the fuck did the lantern come from? It's a different thing. No, there's another... I knew what it was. I was thing. just wa- I was waiting for somebody to hang it out there. Like a lantern. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. I was merging, merging the two things together. <laughs> for those of you playing at home, Chekhov's gun is uh, basically saying, like, showing a gun on a wall eventually as an audience member... You keep seeing the gun, but you know it's got to go off eventually. Otherwise, you don't get that power. <gasps> like in but usually, it's, it's a, usually it's a lot more subtle, and it's something that you reference in the first act, which comes back in the third. Not something that like you know you reference yeah. and then immediately address like two seconds later. The asthma stuff maybe a little bit like you know, but how the fuck is he finding a box of chamomile tea in a wood fucking factory? Wood <laughs> in a wood place? factory. Because the plot requires it. <laughs> in a wood factory. All no, we don't make... We, this we is just where make we make wood our here. wood. Yeah, he's just, you know, all of a sudden he's just, you know, oh, I've got some chamomile tea. How? How? Podcast too long and you'll end up a schmo in a wood factory. I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> 
look, I think this movie was fun. I think it just uh, dragged on for too long. It it hung on its one idea for too long, and the characters of Tucker and Dale weren't really explored and fun enough to warrant it being the movie named after them. Um, yeah, it just should have done more, and it got got tired. So I give this one a solid six point five. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to use the same score as Tom. Uh, it's a seven. I enjoy the film. I like going back and watching just the the reactions and the the how the teenagers respond to things like, "Oh, we got your friend! Oh my God, they've kidnapped Allison!" Like I like the sort of the comedy aspect of it. But then once once the kid jumps in the wood chipper, I was like, "All right, it's time to it's time to turn it off." Or it's time to, to, to start drinking or something like that. <laughs> All right, we can go home now. <laughs> yeah, basically, as soon as the, well, the kid's in the That's like chipper. halfway through the movie as well. Yeah. You realise that. Because the, the, the other... first act of this movie is so fucking slow and tiring as well. It's so weird. Well, the... Oh, and we forgot about the blowjob scene. That was funny. Um... <laughs> was it? <laughs> was it? Um, but yeah, it's it, it, it does feel a little slow sometimes, but yeah, after... A, after the wood chipper, there's no more creative kills in the film. Everything else is pretty fucking boring. Um, yeah, so, seven. Fuzzy, here we go. <laughs> this Strap film in. is boring. Uh, it had it had a good idea that it just couldn't didn't know what to do with. Uh, I just It needed to do more. It needed to explore more and be a bit more either funny or scary. It just kind of stuck in the middle and couldn't figure out what it wanted to do the most of. Um, I'm I'm glad that Tom liked it. But again, I think I liked it the first time around. And it just became diminishing returns over the times that I've subsequently watched it. And I just... If I didn't have to watch it for the podcast, I wouldn't go back and watch it. I would watch Cabin in the Woods or something. Would you watch Hubie Halloween? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I'd rather shoot myself in the face. Um, so it's or you know drown in a bunch of chamomile tea. Um, it just, just I don't know. There's not enough in this film that makes me want to come back to it. Um, outside of Ellen Tudyk, yeah. I just I, I can't think of anything that I actually really enjoyed in this film. Um, I'm going to give this one a six um, because it was a film that was made. That's higher than I was expecting. <laughs> oh, look, yeah. I mean, there, there's enough in here. Like, I, I think there's enough in here that people will will like, or some people may enjoy. But uh, again, I think it's a one watch, and you're done. You go, oh, that's a nice premise, and that's it. Like, uh, it's unique in that, mm. but there's nothing that they do that's any, anything special beyond it. Mm. So, mm. yes, six I think is is adequate. I don't know. I, I don't know the score. Pretty much what this Adequate? movie is. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I say it's that's great. what this movie is. Adequate. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever the score it's, for adequate is, that's what I'm. No, at. six is perfect. Seven is great. <laughs> <laughs> He's not here to defend himself. <laughs> Poor Ollie. Uh, well, that's going to do it for this week, and that's going to do it for the Halloween Spooktober, because next week, yes, there's Halloween on Saturday, um, but next week, when we record, is the 1st of November, um, so no more spooky movies for you. I want to thank everyone who uh, was on the Facebook listener community who suggested a movie. I'm sorry we didn't get to Brain Dead or Brain Scan, uh, or any no, of these. Not. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> or you're the not fly. Sorry. What a lie. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what? Or any of the movies that we really should have watched. <laughs> the Fly. Well, hey, I don't know why we picked Let the Right One In and not The Fly. Uh, well, because we let other people pick. That's right. That's the problem. <laughs> no, we, we it was the same person. <laughs> we picked the first couple from the suggestions. Yeah. Didn't we? We did. You guys picked. <laughs> Uh, that's that's going to do it for me on this week's episode of Shaken Not Nerd. You the rest it. of us are going to keep going. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, you guys can keep, keep talking about Lord of the Rings and The Matrix. Oh, I'm out of this. Get your warm back on. <laughs> we were playing Formula One and Ian goes, I had to stop watching The Matrix fight between Neo and Smith. And I'm like, that's great. It's a shit fight. I didn't even get to see it. Didn't get to see the fight because we're playing Formula One. Oh, that's a good dear. thing about old movies. You can watch them again, Ian. That's it really happens. Well, now I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to now. Got right <laughs> to that moment, and then I got interrupted by a shitty video game. Fair enough. <laughs> Ian's uh. never played that game, by the way. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. He's not getting All that right, I've been Chicka Chicka. I've been oh, Tom. I can buy my own. I've been fuzzy reminding you to watch better movies. Saladas. <laughs> 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 <laughs>